1: Hello, everyone. Hi, Ash. Hi, and everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the
2: podcast. Hey, um, if you're wondering why we're talking weird, Ashley is vlogging us.
1: Yeah, well, I just thought you know I'd just bring my vlog camera family to my UA
2: family and have so, like a whole family reunion. Yes, it's it not were. reunion. It's more like a, a first time meeting barbecue.
1: Yeah, this is like a family dinner. It's Like you guys are the in-laws. It's a family meeting. dinner.
2: My gosh. <laughs> Someone's spicy today. I'm not spicy. At you know all. what? We have been fighting a lot lately. I know. We, talked we spending about spending too much time together. I don't.
1: I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's because you moved in. But it's like, like funny
2: fights. It's more like the fights you start with your oh, brother because you're bored. It's like you know?
1: straight up like siblings fighting,
2: like yes. squabbling.
1: Not not in like an angry sibling way, but just like the Did littlest you say things. Squabbling? I'm like squabbling. Squabbling. Yeah. Who says squabbling? You know who says squabbling? My old mother. Oh. My
2: mother. I'm not calling your mom old.
1: I mean, that's exactly what you just did, but that's fine. I love her. It's fine. I'm sure she's just crying right now. It's not that big a deal. um,
2: It was my job to start the episode, (laughs) so thanks for like fully railroading that. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I just had to say something. It's fine. So um I had a random train of thoughts. Oh yeah, hit us. I was listening to an episode of Crime Junkie. Mm -hmm. Big fan. Big fan. You made me a big fan. Big I did, which Mm -hmm. is rare because usually you tell me about podcasts. Yeah. I know. Um, and I was listening to a 911 call and it was, those are fascinating to me. I I like love them and hate them. Like I can't listen to the ones where like there was one the other day where literally it was a call of this girl screaming, I'm dying. And she like did
1: oof see see like and i heard one i i I love i'm interested in them but like there becomes a point where it becomes very real that this is someone going through like real pain and then i can't yeah usually i skip through yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. that
2: one was so Mm -hmm. fast i didn't have time anyways i started thinking i was like what are like the weirdest 911 calls people have got oh no here's oh my god i'm so excited i know One of them was a woman called the police when her ice cream didn't have enough sprinkles. She
1: called 911?
2: Called 911. For her ice cream? Um, In England. And she called to say there were bits on one side and none on the other. And she was upset because the ice cream truck man did not want to give her her money back. So she called the cops? She called 911. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god. Another oh one. Oh my god. Who Another does one. That? A Canadian woman dialed 911 after hearing yelling and shouting coming from her neighbor's apartment. <laughs> I
1: can't. We <laughs> oh got face right now. I wish you guys could see it. Like I'm I don't even know the punch
2: like the punchline. It's but, coming. like your face is so funny. Okay. <laughs> when When cops arrived, they pounded on the door until the occupant finally opened up. That's when they discovered that the man was in no danger. He's just been having a rough time on the toilet. (laughs) And he called the cops for that? No. I could never. The woman who lived next to him called the cops because she thought he was hurt. Oh, (laughs) well, oh, shoot. That's embarrassing. (laughs) I'd be so embarrassed.
1: (sighs) If someone called the cops, you know... You probably had too much spicy food or something. No, Taryn, why? (laughs) Cut cut to the intro. That was gross. (laughs) Anyways, hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Unsolicited Advice. I am Ashley. And I'm Taryn. And uh, we're here to advise you as we do. We do. Happy Monday. If you're listening to this on a Monday, it's a Monday for us. This goes up on a Monday. Yeah. So I feel like most of you guys listen to us on Mondays. If you don't, what day do you listen to us to? I you guess, know, I guess, I mean, you know, it makes sense, might be a popular though. thing.
2: Well, also like if people binge podcasts like I do, mm. they probably listen to them on all different types of days. All different types we of days. We got tagged in a story today and uh-huh. she was listening to the episode where we talked about, um, the peanut allergy situation mm-hmm. and I was like in my mind I was like that's so long ago but it's cool because that means like she's newer to the podcast uh-huh. and she's like catching up Ooh, which I love girl I
1: love, Ooh, girl. I I love a good love. binge session of any kind like movies tv shows yes. podcasts whatever you got me on crime junkie yeah that's and that you got me that was what middle of july yeah that it started um I've been like going through so many yeah regularly um constantly in the car a lot of times like in my room when I'm like getting ready for bed or I'm like doing laundry or something like that I listen to them regularly and I've been flying through
2: them like it's, flying through it's them it's super addicting I feel like I only listen to crime podcasts when I'm in my car because I feel safe yeah I like did, no one can get me I made a mistake once w-
1: back in the day <laughs> I say back in the day this is probably like two years ago <laughs> when I first got really into my favorite murder I couldn't stop listening and so Mm -hmm. I was on this like rampage of listening to them and they did one about the vampire uh, killer of Sacramento. I listened to that while I was driving home. I got home and I was so invested in it that I kept listening to it. As the sun was setting, and then I was home alone in my house, and it was dark outside. And the first thing I started doing, I closed all the blinds, I locked all the doors, I set the alarm, and I sat, (laughs) turned all the lights on, and was like, okay, texting my sister, like, when are you home? What are you doing? Can you come home now? Like, I was so uncomfortable. (laughs) And I had to draw a line. I was like, never again. I can't, it can't be dark outside, and me listen to that stuff, because I can't. Like it no. doesn't work.
2: I'm it won't sleep. It's to a point sometimes where I'm like, Is it worth it? Because so the other day, um, I was listening to the scary one and then I was home at my apartment and I heard a noise. So I went to the door and as a joke, I pretended like I had a gun and opened the door and was like, Where you at, fool? And literally my brother and his wife came to surprise me <gasps> oh. with their like tiny niece and nephew. <gasps> And I blurted a potty word out so loud. And, of course, and then, like, the kids come out Can and they're you give like. you me just, like, the first letter? What what word was it? Shh. Okay. Okay. And maybe some more. I don't
1: really know. I, it was a blur. She blacked out, actually. But they,
2: they looked at me like, what is wrong with you? And then the kids came out and were like, surprise, Auntie Taryn. Oh. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm such a. Like, at Disneyland, when people are cussing, I get really upset. You're, you're like, really great, children great with kids, so I'm sure that broke hear your heart. That. Yeah. So I had a really hard time recovering after that. Yeah. I oh, like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. Dang. What? Well, I have to say, in moderation. But yeah. you know, guys... With our podcast, you don't need to limit yourself because we're, we're making you a better person. Uh huh. This is all. This is all f- for bettering you. We should do though. When like Halloween comes, we <gasps> should do a couple Ooh, scary episodes because we I know for a fact that my own mother. Oh! Oh! Yes! Oh! Can we? Yes, of Guys. course. I'm gonna have her sit and write it out in detail. First of all, my mom has these scary stories that literally sound like a movie. No a movie. I'm just here to back and up Taryn. <laughs> thank you. Because you know what? A couple of people called me out saying they thought I was lying about the masseuse falling asleep on me and Mm-mm. rude. I feel like you guys, but you know, they're like they, how you were. They're, they're
1: new, they don't know you yet. They don't know The yet.
2: longer they listen, the more they'll realize. Taryn's not a liar. Someone was like, oh, you should have taken a video and I'm like, how would I pulled that off?
1: When you're laying there in your chones Naked? and uh-uh. a sheet or Naked? no chones and just a sheet, like how do you get up, grab your phone to film the and girl? And not falling wake asleep? her up
2: while she's holding onto your leg. They're on. Un- they don't know. It's okay. They don't They'll know. They'll learn. It's fine. They're gonna, anyways my mom (laughs) continue my mom has these stories and the scariest thing is she's told me that those are not even the scariest things but because of how i reacted to the ones she has told me she's like i can't tell you them because i don't think you'll be able to handle it and i'm
1: like i don't know everything in me like i can't wait one of these days when we're like just you know at your parents house or we're all out to dinner or something i'm just gonna look at her and i'm gonna be like angie I'm ready like I'm ready I would love to like hear everything because guys I've only like I love these kinds of stories Mm -hmm. obviously me and Taryn both do um but I've gotten like mad goosebumps only a handful of times and one of those stories was from Taryn's mom yeah um it was 100% like straight out of like a Stephen King movie, like yes. it was not okay, and yes. I had chills, and
2: I like still think about it. Yeah, a lot of times when I'm home alone, <laughs> that's I do too. Why, that's why I, I do I, too. Like, hate being home alone. Everyone listening right now hates us because they're like, we want to know. I know, but I mean, it's okay. It- no,
1: this is great because yes. we are going to do a scary story episode. I think that's great. In October, actually, maybe we should do like a full October like marathon where every week oh is a
2: scary gosh. story. That'd be fun. Okay, well, we're gonna put a poll up on our Instagram. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. head there; it's at Unsolicited Advice Pod. Right. Good job. Well done. Jill. Um, head there. Let us know what you think. I feel like everyone's gonna be into it. Everybody I, loves scary stories. Yes, and themed
1: stuff is just like my jam. So cool. It's so much yeah. fun, and it's the perfect month to do that. So we should definitely do that. Speaking of themed stories, oh. we. Mentioned that we wanted to start doing a dating app series. Yes. Oh, I um, saw a lot from there. Which
2: we like, we we must have mentioned that like two episodes ago or three episodes ago. No, we've mentioned we it a few started times. listening to it a long time ago because I was obsessed with the idea, and yeah. then now, and then you came around to it.
1: Yeah, and we're on board, and we want to do we're on this. Board. We haven't sat down to actually like plan it, but we said like send us some stories. Um, so I wanted to to tease everyone with like a story. Oh, I love that that yeah. someone sent in. Do it's it. a short, so I figured it would be good to like tease with and not like actually yeah, use for um, the episode that we do do for the dating app. But
2: do do um,
1: <laughs> that we do do. Um, I am a
2: five year old boy. But
1: I brought I brought I brought one. And it's really okay, short. I'm but ready. here's the title. It's really good. It got my attention. Tinder tigers and touchdowns. Oh, really well done. That could okay. go in a lot of different I know. directions. <laughs> I, know. I love how. <laughs> Uh, we use the back of this letter for For doodles for for something notes for fun things um here she goes hi ladies you asked for tinder stories and although i have had the app for two to three days i am able to deliver so there are two to three days that's you know i guess I guess she got something for us. Um, so there are a lot of weird elements to the story, but I'll try to keep things short. I'm in college, and one of my professors pushed for us constantly to download Titter, Tinder. Tinder. Co- <laughs> Titter. <laughs> I said, Titter. It sounded like I said Titter. <laughs> I think we should leave that in. That was great. (laughs) Wait, wait,
2: wait. Her college professor? Her college professor
1: was constantly pushing for them to download Tinder. Why? He felt we all needed the experience of online dating for some strange, passionate reason, which I think is very weird. Ew,
2: probably because he's on it and he's like, I want to connect with you. Yeah, I don't like, I got really bad (laughs) vibes from that. Yeah, I don't like that.
1: Eventually, the salesman and him won, and I convinced my friend to download the app with me. I get matched with a guy who we can call Esteban. She puts... He worked in a hotel. I hope that reference makes sense. I don't get it. I don't get it. So, if any of our listeners oh, do. Oh, I get it.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Esteban, Esteban. Oh. Uh uh uh. it's the it's like a Disney show. Um Disney show. Yeah, it's like uh I think Sweet it's Life? Suite Life and his name's Esteban, the is guy really? in the front. You keep talking. <laughs> I looked for Mark because like, like I don't know. I don't know.
1: Uh, uh, keep. I'm gonna look yeah, it yeah. up. But yeah, yeah, it might. That would make sense. Um, anywho, Esteban is the only guy I'm messaging back and forth, really, because I didn't feel as much pressure since he wasn't on campus like a lot of my other matches were. He's nice, sweet, and probably a lot of other things, but as I said, I deleted the app after a couple days, so I don't know much else. Fast forward about two weeks, and I'm at a football game. The stadium is packed, people are wearing their stripes, and it's about to be a grand old evening. Before anyone in the game even breaks a sweat, I notice that Esteban is sitting right in front of me. I was kind of nervous, and I could tell he was too, and I couldn't figure out why, so I figured that's why he didn't speak to me if he saw me first, Was he was just nervous. But No. No, no. It wasn't until she leaned on him that I realized he was at the game with his girlfriend, a girl who just happened to follow me on Twitter about three weeks prior. Football games like Tinder bring people closer together. Go Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm i going to be so honest. <laughs> I did not pay attention that entire time. <laughs>
2: I just, I'm like looking this up. I'm crying right now. I'm looking this up. She's so And then stuck all, on of S1. A sudden, all of a sudden, in my mind, I was like, okay, the whole point of this podcast is for like, us you to opinion. read each other's stuff. Yeah. And then all I heard was something about tigers. <laughs> I am
1: so sorry. No, it's fine. The listeners but I found got it. the answer. Was it Sweet it's Life, Life. <laughs> It's Sweet Life? Well, that's all that I matters, so guys. Sorry. The reference for Esteban was Sweet Life and Tender. I'm Tinder, so sorry. Like football games bring people closer together. You know
2: what? I'm gonna listen to the episode and then I'll hear <laughs> yeah, it for the first that. time. I am so sorry. I could have totally lied my way through that, but no, anybody I'm watching you our it. YouTube video but guys, this would this be able proof. to see.
1: Taryn doesn't lie. I don't. Taryn doesn't lie. I do She would never. Oh, she just I
2: got so passionate all. about the fact don't that some lie. of you guys think she lied
1: about the masseuse story.
2: Especially because my personality, like, I'm the type of person that, like, someone will be like, who broke this dish? And I'll yeah. be like, oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, anyways. anyways. But that
1: short sure got me super excited for our dating app story because the more people that I talk to that do use dating apps, the more I realize how small of a community it is. Wherever you live, that's true. You know, if you live in Nashville, it's a small dating like pool in the dating app world. Like, you are yeah. going to run into people. And the same thing with LA. LA. Everyone thinks LA's huge. Yeah. Hop on a couple of dating apps. No. Yeah. And I've had some weird (laughs) situations with, like, groups of friends where, like, oh, someone will be like, oh, I I just started talking to this guy. Oh, where'd you meet? Oh, we met on Hinge and and everything's going good. And then we're like, oh, my God, show us a picture. (laughs) And like you're all they connected. They show us a picture <laughs> and the girl's like, no. And then it turns out like two other girls from yeah. the group have talked to him before and we're just like, cancel, like get rid of them, like don't no, do no, it. No, it's like so weird how small of a community it is. Yeah. So Which I feel why... like the stories that people must have oh, have so to be good. fantastic because you're bound to run into them or know someone who knows them. Yeah. You know what
2: I mean? Well, and the guys that try to like get on dating apps when they're in relationships and then it's like you know the girl's best Trash. friend goes on and is like uh. scumbags it's like what, do, what do you think's gonna happen that you yeah. just like there's not a button where you can be like please don't connect me with anyone who like knows me <laughs> yeah i would definitely hit that button oh, should. <laughs> there should Real be quick. a button
1: we should uh we should uh yeah
2: let them know i about actually that. re-downloaded hinge to prepare for our. Episode. i'm so excited um, and you know, if a hot guy or two comes in the mix, that's She's fine. She's not gonna fight all. It it's off. fine. I I only went on like one date. Should I tell it or should I save it? I'm gonna save it. You should save it. Give us a hint. Can you give us a hint?
1: Um, Something fun that we could like, you know? Let let's just say I got sent a,
2: a picture. <laughs> she uh, <laughs> literally months after our one date that I was like, eh.
1: When I'd it was rather clear not that nothing was going to
2: happen, and yeah. he still wanted things to happen. It's he sent great. a photo to, to
1: poor Taryn, who immediately forwarded it to me. I, I threw <laughs> I my phone that. off my bed. Oh, uh, so good. Anyways. What are we doing here? Are oh, we, we are stories? teasing the online dating oh, yeah. oh, series I that's think going I to happen. A, I think I had a DM um, that I wanted to A read. DM. A DM. That sounded DM. not Did like DM, a DM, but it sounded like a DM.
2: A DM. Like another word. Oh, oh yeah, Another no. language. Uh, okay. So this is from holly jansen i think jansen and i just loved what she said because she said first of all i love the podcast honestly going into every story i'm like this isn't going to ever apply to me at all but every single time every story i can relate to and that is the best feeling thank you so much keep doing what you're doing oh my gosh and i I loved that that because i feel like that's why we can so confidently address some of these stories because even though it might not be something we've dealt with we either know someone or we've been through a situation that's evoked the same type of emotion or something like that you know so and it's the whole I mean that's what we're all made to do is like relate and create commun- oh uh what create relationships and stuff like that so yeah yeah I thought that was cool
1: I love that because I I feel like I do the same thing too especially in the beginning of this podcast when we first started I had some kind of like not biased, but like I was looking for specific types of stories that I knew I could read well and, and, and present well, and also like relate to well so that I could create a good story for, um, our listeners. Yeah. And like the longer it goes, the more I'm like all of these I can Mm -hmm. like, as you know, will relate to me and it will relate to the listeners as well, because every it's, it's everyday life stories. And that's what Everyone wants to talk about, and oh, that's what totally. everyone shares. You know, it's so interesting. And
2: um, just so you guys know, we we do get emails with some pretty hefty topics. Um, just for an example, like uh, you know, sexual abuse and stuff like that is something that we we definitely have a stack that have been sent in. But it's something like with with that that caliber of a topic. We do not like we do not take any of this stuff lightly, which is why we get excited when we partner with stuff like BetterHelp because yeah, we totally believe in the power of therapy and believe in the the step of reaching out to get help with some of these issues. So it's something that we don't take lightly and we're in the works of getting, you know, some some guests to come on that we think can address certain things in better ways than we can. Mm-hmm. So it's just everything that's sent in, there's so much thought put into it and I think that like Ashley was just saying we were not expecting this. Yeah. I think we were expecting like this to be this light airy, which it can be just because of like how awkward I am and how funny we are. Cause we're so cute. We're hilarious. Um, <laughs> but I think we weren't expecting for it to evolve into this thing where it's like, we're actually hitting these really big topics yeah. and things that everyone is going through or can relate to. Um, but we don't take it lightly. So yeah. if, if you guys have sent in stuff that's heavy, um, The sad truth is, we can't read every email, but also there's things that we really are putting thought into because we don't want to do a disjustice to Mm -hmm. just like bring it up in a light kind of way. Yeah. If that makes sense. Again, we're very aware
1: that we're not qualified for serious, serious stuff. Even with my minor, (laughs) you know. Calm
2: down. I just want to be careful.
1: (laughs) Um, So, yeah, please know that we are definitely um, excited. And, and and want to talk about those things with you guys and just be super vulnerable and let you guys be vulnerable with us as well. Um, but we are go- going to make sure that we do it in uh, the best way that we can. Yes, so, uh, agreed. Look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Look forward to our scary story, October fest we got some situation, things. and look forward to our dating app uh, series where that's it's going coming. to be fun as well. I just realized, what? take it to Taryn. Like,
2: Take it to Taryn. Turn it to Taryn. Taryn it up. Taryn it up. Dang it, we didn't see that because we were MySpace friends <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> You'd um, have been on my top eight, girl. <laughs> oh shoot,
1: MySpace. Do you have? Do you still have like your photo from MySpace?
2: I have some photos. Oh my gosh, let's both can we post, post a photo our from old MySpace? MySpace
1: photos. Yes, you guys. I know the ready. specific one. You I'm aren't ready
2: post. for the swoop bang. The swoop bang was strong. I had a swoop bang. Everyone had a swoop a bang. Strong swoop bang. Every
1: girl had a swoop. Bang. Yeah.
2: If you guys don't know what a swoop bang is, Google it. You're too young. <laughs> You're too young. <laughs> yeah, we'll both we will post that on our Instagram proof it. We're so going to proof it for you guys.
1: Get ready for a good laugh because bang. Your girl couldn't swoop. do makeup and was really there heavy on the eyeliner. Me
2: too. <laughs> I used to do purple on top. I did blue. And teal underneath. And I inevitably at the end of every single day looked like I had a black eye. I look like like fruity pebbles like <laughs> melted on my face. And Every I was obsessed time. with the 80s, so I would crimp, I would have oh. my mom braid my hair. <laughs> you crimped your hair. It was crimped. And that oh, and then my first kiss, this guy he oops, is that his name? Well I, <laughs> swoop, there it is. Okay. Um so he told me one time that he liked my hair crimped. So you know your girl. So was she like, crimped. At, she woke up early. She went to, to bed with headaches hair. every night because I'm like, Mom, braid my hair. I gotta wear crimps <laughs> tomorrow. Wait, he liked it crimped. Oh, he God, liked I that got style. It. Oh, you didn't actually crimp
1: it with a crimper. You braided it.
2: Sometimes I would. Eventually, I got a crimper. But my mom used to like put like so. I would Tight go braids. to yeah. bed with like all these little braids. Yeah. So I could look cute. Yeah. Um. Anyways, we're off topic. Um. We're we very didn't talk about who's going first. We didn't. I was gonna bring that up. Should, uh, is yours should short we rock along?
1: paper scissors? Sure. Mm, mm, mm. Yes. Turn one.
2: won. Yes! The amount of joy I have from winning anything, just even relax. rock, paper, She's scissors. She's so
1: competitive. You know, this is a 50-50. Like, you get to go first. It's fine. Oh
2: well, Relax. Okay. Thank you. Take I'm not going to let you take away from my victory. <laughs> um, okay. So, just a little. We should take a break because we're just talking forever. For a long time. Um, mine is called Fall. I, I bit my tongue when I said an F. How do you even, f- I don't know. Okay, mine is called, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about it too much now. Why did you, there's no T in the F
1: sound. You said you what? bit your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to bite my tongue. Anyways. I was just
2: picturing people <laughs> like sitting just listening They're to They're so this. annoyed with us right now. I'm sorry. Uh, mine is called Falling Out of Love and Into the Deep Ends. <gasps> oh. dun, dun, dun. I'm like sad, but then very much intrigued this is this is a good i feel like we're gonna have a lot of discussion on this oh, one can't wait so we're Let's gonna take a take break, a break and then break. we will jump right into it get it because the deep, deep end. end i got we'll it jump. we got it okay
1: <laughs> okay bye.
2: bye
0: today's episode is brought to you by angie when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.
2: Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to
1: unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free.
2: You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. We're back. Oh, sorry. Okay. (laughs) I'm back. Um... What? sips coffee okay so this one is from anonymous i always i get nervous now with the camera The camera
1: cannot pick it up there's no way know? it's
2: way too far it's not gonna know
1: how do you know it's not have you tried it i'm just telling you it's not i know these things
2: she's blocking it <laughs> with her water bottle <laughs> okay okay fine This one is from anonymous hi and anonymous sh- hi anonymous we love our anonymous peeps we do well, we know your names. Oh my gosh, I almost knocked my coffee Just over. Good to okay. the story. Hey y'all, my name's Beef. <laughs> <laughs> but for the sake of and dang it, I practiced this word. She really did. For the sake of an- <laughs> anonymity. Yep. Sorry. Good job. That was it. Anonymity, you can call me Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hey, Jackie. I come to you in this time of doubt because, number one, I love your podcast. We love you. Thanks. We love you, too. But also because I can't go to anyone I personally know about the situation, which that's why therapy is so dope. Yep. And that's why we're so dope. (laughs) I have told my therapist things that I was so embarrassed and I've never told anyone else. Mm. Just like deep thoughts that I was like, (laughs) you know, where I was like, am I crazy? Like, is this normal? You know? Anyways. Um, I don't want to tell someone I'm close to in case this is just common doubt or a hiccup or over exaggeration. I just want to touch on this really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you don't know the story yet, but it's basically about a guy she's like having doubts for. Okay. I understand when girls or guys don't want to tell their friends about things because they don't want them to form an unbreakable opinion. Yes. I fully understand that at the same time, I will say that that is a huge thing that can be a mistake that I personally have fallen into. You've said you've noticed this too. We've talked about it on an episode before where if you are not talking to the people close in your life who are literally only like thinking about your best interests about a situation or even just thoughts you're having, Mm -hmm. that's not good. Right. It's not because you're not meant to make to do life alone first of all and second of all it sounds like she's already spiraling of like am i over exaggerating am i not when you talk about those things that's when you get other people's opinions and you can kind of like re-hear what they have to say especially with people who know you who know what you
1: spiraling looks like totally. and they know what you being like sane and reasonable looks like so they can really help you decipher whether or not you're in one of those categories yeah or not. yeah
2: totally and and if you have good friends um, I know I've had these conversations where someone's told me something, and I'll straight up call them out and be like, "You're making an excuse, and you know that you know that's not okay." You yeah. know, and and you need. I'm pretty those sure friends. you said that to me, <laughs> girl. I was not gonna say it like specifically, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm like, I, I think that was me, but that's fine. She started avoiding my eye contact real quick, but you like, know, wait. in those times, you hate hearing it, but in no, the end, you're true. like. You're grateful. You don't have to listen to my opinion, but it at least makes you pause for a second and think, like, okay, you know. Yeah, no, there were two guys
1: that, uh, one guy that I was seeing a while ago and the one that I was seeing more recently. And I wasn't talking to Taryn about the first one that was a while ago until much, much later because I was very, like, I still really liked him and I didn't want her to not like him and i should have talked to her a lot sooner and then like with this more recent one like i felt i felt like i like talked to you a lot more through it uh-huh. and like other friends and it just made it so much easier to be like nah yeah i'm right like i'm 100% totally. right i'm yeah. not doubting myself and my friends 100% agreed with me because i was being open with them and sharing all that with them
2: yeah no i think it's super valuable talk to your friends people talk to your friends in summation Um, but continue to talk to us yeah okay back to the story okay so she says um okay so saying in case it's an over exaggeration you know the whole there's no need to worry someone else with your issues because you have you may move past them but your loved ones won't yada yada blah 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 (laughs) i like her My boyfriend and I have been dating for eight months now, which really isn't that long. Long enough. But I will say, I mean, that's, you almost could have produced a child. Yeah. You could have grown a
1: human. I think that's long enough to get past the dating honeymoon stage and get into like the real life shit, you know? Yeah. But also like, it's not the year mark where where you're
2: too comfortable around each other.
1: Yes. Not like that's like the same mark for everybody, but I, I think that's that's a long enough. No, But
2: in psychology, they say to really that know someone you can't say that you fully know someone without knowing them for a year. Yeah. And it's one of those things like I've, I've known people that I've gotten married literally like four months into dating. They're like, I'm engaged. Or started and dating and got married
1: within a year. Totally. And, I, and I, I fully believe in when you know, you know.
2: Yes. But at the same time. But that makes me nervous because that's how I think my brain is like psychologically, which is why I'm like Rachel and friends because I'm like, okay, I want to be married this long before I have a kid and I need to know the person this long before I get engaged. Yeah. So I need to have met them. And on a real note, again,
1: I think we've made it clear. We listen to a lot of murder podcasts.
2: Oh, girl. and you
1: need to know who you girl. who you marry. It's ninety nine percent of the time the spouse. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't.
2: And it'll be like, no one saw it coming. He was a church going man <laughs> who loved animals. He was a man of faith. Yes, and then he freaking is <laughs> like, pa pa, killing his entire family, and you're like, wait, what just happened? It's not funny, but it's really, it's terrifying. Terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying.
1: How true this is. So know who you date. Know who. You take, yes. Karen's just shaking I'm, her I'm head upset. right now. <laughs> I got weirdly Wow, dizzy. we are yeah. really getting off. We're, I'm never going to get back. through.
2: Okay. Blah, 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 blah. okay. She said, It seems as though we've already reached the dreadful state of complacency. Oh, we don't go out, even to dinner or a movie. He doesn't surprise me with flowers or an occasional date night. We just live in the day-to-day boring life of two people who act like they've been married for 15 years and lost, in quotes, the spark. But we haven't been married for 15 years. We are twenty one and twenty three. And oh that's so young. Young, young, which I totally agree. Like going out every weekend kind of young, but no, not us. We have home cooked meals, take out while we watch movies on the couch and go to bed at nine. Sometimes that's nice. And I was like that's nine. kind of like my dream. <laughs> JK. Why is this everything I've ever <laughs> wanted? <laughs> Throwing a Lego set it's on there. <laughs> okay. Oh, but never mind. Sorry, yeah, sorry. It's, yeah, not yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> it's not about <laughs> <Yep>. me. Okay. It's not about me. Bring it back. I saw you okay. go off. I know. Um, I do love our simple life, but when it's on a daily basis and there's never a special occasion, after only eight months, yeah, not so much. I love this boy with my whole heart. Don't get me wrong. I really, truly love him. But I feel as though I'm less in love with him. I understand okay. that falling in love is the easy part. That's why it's called Falling. It's on accident, but staying fallen is a different story. And it's one I don't know how to write. Ooh, she wrote it that well. Dude, she's like amazing. And I'm like, job. can you write everything you've ever thought or experienced, please? Um, yeah. I want him to chase me again. God, guys need to freaking understand that. Yeah. Understand. Yeah. I just had, never mind. Okay. <laughs> she's going off again. <laughs> no, I just had a conversation with a guy in my life where um, we were talking about how girls will like how they they like jealousy and he was like oh I don't really care like what my girlfriend wears or who she talks to and I looked at him and I was like that's awesome like that's so cool that you're secure but you might want to just throw her a bone every once in a while like if she comes to you saying like oh yeah this guy hit on me at work even just the small comment of like where he live, you know what I mean just to make her feel like no this is like my girl yeah. Not in a not in a possessive way, but just as a person, you want to feel like that the person you loved is like, uh-uh, like you know what yeah. I mean?
1: And it's not even as a girl. I feel like that's just Oh no, it's a guy thing. That's too. just a way of knowing that you are wanted and you are you belong to someone yeah. and it feels
2: good to be reassured. Yes. Yeah. And that brings up the and this this is on <laughs> this is on topic. Um that brings up the whole thing. Like she talks about he doesn't bring her flowers, he doesn't they don't go out. And I think people forget that when you date someone, those acts, like it's not that you just do it when you're like, oh, I should get them flowers, so this is a genuine thought. Like you need to be proactive sometimes to give that person what their love language is. If you know they love being taken out, if you know they love flowers, like that needs to be a conscious decision of this is how they feel love, so because I love them, even if it's not my thing, I'm going to do it for that. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I
1: mean? No, 100%. Ugh. Can I just like say something really quick? Sure. I feel like a lot of, I've talked to so many guys um, and, and and couples um, who who I trust and like adore and like love and whatever. Um, and I understand that that fades away. Like, yeah. That does at some point, And it's expensive. And like that's not always an option for a lot of people, but I'm just gonna like rant and rave about my parents for just a Aww. moment. A moment. You can take the whole episode. <laughs> I love that. Um, money was always tight growing up, so like they never got to go out on dates, and um, you know, like presence was like a big deal, so it didn't it didn't happen all the time. But my uh, dad's love language is like giving; like he's he he like does things for people. Totally. And makes sense. and my mom's a very like she's a vocal. She loves to like talk and you know stuff like that. But I know one thing that my dad always continued with my mom. It's not expensive. It was not, it was literally just the thought that meant so much to her. He would bring her a cup of coffee every morning or if she if he had to leave early and she woke up and had to do things a little later, he'd have the coffee pot ready and there would be a post-it note or Aww. like on other days, like there'd be a flower that he picked from like the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> it was always like a little gardenia flower. Um, and I just know like she would go she would just the biggest smile would go on her face because he thought of her and that's literally all it that's took. That's all it takes. That's all it took. It wasn't a fancy meal. It wasn't a Aww. big bouquet of like roses, but like it was him knowing like how to make her smile. Yeah you know and so I would like y- it's possible like you can oh, totally. keep it going and it doesn't have to be this big lavish thing no because real life isn't big it's not lavish it's not like no. this sport, you know but it's like possible side note uh, heart. I know it's so cute I know I this is why I'm single
2: Right, the bar uh, the is men so in our high. Life have
1: set the bar way too
2: freaking high. <laughs> I can't. Like, way what too are you high. Here? Like you just came on a trip with me and my brother, and I told Ashley, I'm like, you watch this entire trip. His wife will never touch a door. Like, yeah, it's a, and they've been. Dating, she told me that. They've it's been true. married, and like. I mean that boy will run to the car and it's to the point where now even when she walks up to the car she waits because she knows like he'll get mad. So like yeah. he goes and he it's opens the, the door thing. for her. And it's uh, like Taryn told me and I was like, "What? No." And then I was proven wrong. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um okay, let's get back. Let's get to back to this
1: poor girl. I
2: know, but uh, we are touching on things we are. that I think we she are. needs to hear. Um I want the spark of the flirtation and the cheesy romanticized life. Two weeks ago, I, without a doubt, wanted to marry him, and I couldn't possibly imagine myself with anyone else at all. Just the thought upset me. However, lately, I've caught myself lingering on those thirsty boy DMs a little longer than usual. Mm. Not responding, of course. I notice other guys all of a sudden, and it's like I'm falling off the deep end into a tank full of eligible back bachelors but the man I'm loyal to swims on the shallow side how do I fall back in love with him and out of lust of the imaginary idea of anyone else how do I make it back to shallow waters and swim safely yet contently happily and even giddily giddily did I say that right giddily giddily Um, How can I have the best of both worlds with the man I love again? Sorry for the long message. Thanks for reading and keep doing your thing because y'all are frankly the awesomest. The awesomest. EXO Jackie. Jackie. First of all, I hope you are a writer because that was beautifully written. And this, okay, let's just dive in. I'm ready. My number one thing that I feel like I would love to know, and this is where it's hard giving advice on these stories because we mm-hmm. don't know the whole thing i would love to know if she's already had a clarifying conversation with him yeah 100 because that is something i learned right away um you know you have you cannot expect somebody else to know your thoughts and your mind and and i think sitting someone down and being like hey Literally, I did that with my ex. Like, I would literally just tell him, like, when I start acting crazy, just hug me and look me in the eyes and tell me you love me. Like, that's literally all I need. Mm -hmm. And it never failed. We would get in these big fights and he would start calling me insecure or say I was being crazy or my trigger word psycho, which I was like, that's such a harsh word to call me for, like, freaking out over something small, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I literally would hand him... The like roadmap to like how to calm Darren down. Yeah. Or, you know, getting just a simple flower or just like stopping by on your way to work just to like say hi. Like those little things that made me feel so loved, I would like clearly communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's that person's choice whether they're gonna do it or not. It is. But I really would love for you to have a detailed conversation where you sit down with him and you're like, hey. I really love you, but lately I'm really feeling like I'm drifting and and I would not even that you have to tell them like I'm looking at guys and that you know what I mean? Like you don't have to get into detail, but just say, you know, there are certain things that I personally need to feel loved and I just wanna let you know what those are. It's okay to tell someone what totally. you need. And then ask him be other, like what I do mean, you need? How do they know, you know? Because for him, maybe when he feels loved is when you have those chill nights. So you can still continue that. But, like, you need to be filled in the relationship too. And the thing is, is, like, I have a problem when people, like, stay in a relationship for so long that they're unhappy and they just expect something to change Mm -hmm. without doing anything. Yeah. So I really think you need to take those steps. But I also think, you know, sometimes, like, if you're falling out of love, someone so soon already, it might not be your person, but if it is like, it's worth taking those steps to like fight for and see like, Hey, can we make this work? You know what I mean? 1000% because the last thing you want is regret.
1: Oh, you know? So I think I 100% agree. If this is how you're feeling, I would definitely consider that it might not be your person Mm -hmm. um but i would give give him a fair chance and give yourself a fair chance give the both of you a fair chance sit yourself down and have that conversation um also like a side note is um sometimes a lot of people don't know like what they need yeah and don't don't realize that you know getting out of the house once a week or once every other week (laughs) Um, actually, would do them like a tremendous amount. It's true. Um, of it would make them happier. It might make them healthier. Um, it might give them something to look forward to. Um, might make them a little bit of a better person. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes they don't. They don't realize like little things like getting a flower every once in a while or leaving a note every once in a while might actually like lift their spirit so much. So something I would recommend is maybe showing him like what that would be. Um, you can have the conversation obviously, but maybe if you start bringing that spark back by leaving him little notes Mm -hmm. you know like I don't know where he works but like slip slip a little note in his backpack his briefcase whatever he does I don't know in his car um but like slip him a little note yeah that I guarantee will make him smile and he'll just be like well what was that for and you're just like I just was thinking of you and then like let him realize how that affects him so that this isn't something where you have to be like listen you're not doing enough and you're not doing the things that i need and i need so much and it makes it feel like it's a lot it's all on you but like have that conversation and then show him that that you love him so much and you want to do the same thing back it's a yeah no i
2: love that i think that was um that was one thing that me and (laughs) sorry I mean, again, it sucks when you only have one ex because you don't have many people (laughs) to refer to. But me and my ex did really well was how we would like do stuff for each other. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things I I love planning things. And it sounds like she's like that, like she wants the cheesy, romantic stuff. So like what we would do and I know this sounds like annoying, but we would on like i guess people call it like a month anniversary, we weren't like seriously celebrating each month like it wasn't like we were like oh my gosh four more days so we're together two months but yeah. it was our way of like every 30th of the month we knew we were going to just at least make an effort to do something nice for one another yeah and we switched off so like one month it would be mine and then the next month it was his and it was just kind of like an intentional like Date night that the other person got to plan something fun. Mm-hmm. And it would be something like super simple, or like one time I went to his house and he had like lights outside and he had a projector on the garage and we like watched a movie that night. Like, that's so oh, cute. It was, he was really good at that stuff. So was I. <laughs> it was a tie. But um, <laughs> I think, like, you know, like Ashley's saying, like, you don't need to wait for him to do that No, stuff. not at all. You can do something with him. Like, this just popped in my head, but like, you can just literally, what if you like go buy two packs of post-its and like, be like, Hey, date night, Friday, take him out to dinner and be like, Hey, like I just feel like we should do a better job of showing each other how much we love each other. So for the, for this month, here's your set of post-its. Here's mine. Like let's have this like game we play where we like, hide post it's for each other yeah. you know what I mean like yeah just doing something that's simple it doesn't cost money but it's like something where it's like hey like I want to be in this with you like I want to do fun things thing. yeah
1: it's not on her it's not all on her and it's not making him feel weird totally I love that
2: because I mean it's clear that you're not you're not getting emotionally fulfilled hmm because you're seeking at other places yeah um and i think it's good that you're aware of that and it's good that you're not taking steps in that direction yeah. but i think it's just kind of a symptom of what's going on so yeah i would have a really honest conversation with him i mean honestly if this is your person and i mean in marriage like you can't avoid stuff like this and you have to talk things through so it's a good practice too to just be like hey like this is what i need (laughs) Yeah. And then see, and if he doesn't put any effort forward or your feelings don't change, then you know. But yeah. you can't expect him to change if he doesn't know.
1: Right. And on the other, on the other hand, um, to give you a little bit of hope, if you feel like you want to marry him, and this is just a little thing that's that's been bothering you is that you need a little bit more spark, um, I feel like you'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, I used to date a guy who was like the most, like I got flowers constantly. He'd buy me coffees that said like, like, sweet little notes on the coffee. Like, he would do things for me all the time, and I it made me feel so good, and I loved it, but, but it didn't last because he wasn't... I didn't feel that way for him. Yeah. If you already feel that way for him, and you think he feels the same way back, then... Adding a little bit of spark into your life is is an easy fix. Yeah, like, I mean like, every
2: relationship goes through that. You know,
1: like if if you like having that connection with someone is what's important. Yeah, all these little things are add-ons that you you actually have to work on because, like, I don't know, being in love is something that you have to do. It's it's easy to fall in love, but like continuing to be in love, like she said, like that's action that takes a lot of thought and effort, um, and that's something everyone has to do. But if they're already in love, like. I feel like it's going to be fine because yeah. all they ha- all they have to do is add a few little things to make each other feel yeah. secure and and learn together and grow together. Shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's such a team thing. I totally and I'm agree. I'm super excited for you guys because I feel like this is going to work out pretty good. and I'm exci- mm-hmm. I would love to know an update for whether or not you decide to have the sit down conversation mm-hmm. with him and be very upfront about being a team or if you decide to like kind of show him or if you do both. I would love an update on which one you choose and then how it went. Um, I feel like all of us would love to know. And
2: also, it's it's okay to just come to a point, too, where you're like, this isn't it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think sometimes we feel so much pressure, especially, I don't know if you're like me, but I am like the most loyal person. Like, I can't even have a crush on two people at the same time because I feel like once I give my heart, I'm like... I felt bad. Here's my everything. Like talking to two guys and then I'm like,
1: nope, bye. Yes.
2: Can't do that. So Playing the field? What is that? I I don't know. (laughs) Um, So I get that, you know, and I think it's good for you to try and you obviously want to because you're in love. I think when we go into situations where we feel like we have to produce an outcome, we have to fix it, we have to fall back in love, we have to blah, blah, blah. It feels pressure. Mm -hmm. But when you go into it being like, hey, I'm going to put my effort into this, but whatever happens will happen and I'm just gonna be mindful and make sure that either way I'm keeping this other person's feelings in mind. I think you're gonna be good. Yeah. I think you're gonna be good too. Yeah. That was good advice, Taryn. Thanks. Baby. And that was a great story. Yeah. I liked Shoot. that a lot. Thank you so much. That was really good. Um pseudo name not pseudonym. What do you call Jackie? It? Um character name Jackie. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's like a story. Yeah. I love that we know her name, but they don't well mm-hmm. actually I just know her name. You, you don't say so you did not tell me. Don't look at my paper. Okay. okay.
1: <laughs> All right. I was like, don't look um, at me. Do you want
2: to give a little snippet on yours?
1: Yeah, guys. um, This one is different. And I like that because I think this is going to be refreshing um, for a different type of story. Uh, Here's the title. It's How Do I Stop Clipping My Own Wings? Ooh. And um, that's my little teaser for you guys. We're going to take a break right now and uh, come back and I will continue with my story. And uh, yeah. Talk to you guys in a second. All right, break And we're back and Taryn is having an allergy yeah. attack. Her eye right now, like she's just like eyes one eye
2: squinty at me like a pirate. I'm sorry. You I'll be good? Okay. You good, bro? Yeah, I'm good. I anytime I'm around like pet hair, mm-hmm. then it happens. So it's like my rule well, number little. one, you can't touch your face. I didn't there mean to is
1: you know why I touched my face
2: cuz I was cry laughing cuz you It's so not my fault. I'm it just is saying it's not fault.
1: Don't touch your face. That's, Don't that's, touch that's your rule face. number 1. Rookie mistake. Don't touch Don't your face. Don't touch your face, guys. That's Don't my that's touch my that's my, face.
2: my arguing tactic for everything. I just repeat whatever they say. It never she makes is. sense. You're the worst. It's the most frustrating.
1: frustrating. Just stop. You stop. stop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Want to keep going? No. I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. You can do it to anything anyways oh
1: my god how to piss off your friends? by a Taryn, Taryn
2: Taryn's tips there you go
1: there it is go okay. ahead all right how do I stop clipping my own wings dear Ashley and Taryn my name is Sabrina I've been listening to your podcast for a while now and it has honestly become my favorite part of Mondays Ooh. for someone who feels that the beginning of the week always drags that means a lot and it really does that so thank does. you so much for letting us know here is my story I'm 23 years old I graduated with a BA in English last year. Congratulations, Sabrina. That's huge. I'm currently working part-time as a TA for kindergarten and part-time office assistant at the same school, where the office manager wants to train me for the next year to take over her position. Although I enjoy, enjoy every aspect of working at this school, getting offered this opportunity made me start thinking about where I see myself in the next two to three years which I thought you could really relate to because Mm -hmm. you had the same thing. You were working part-time in teaching before you moved into like the office. Yeah. Right. So funny. Yeah. Definitely relate. She continues. My parents would love for me to continue to get my master's ASAP or at least continue to a career job ASAP. In the year that I've been off from school, I have found anything I'm passionate. Oh, wow. I'm going to say that again. I really said that backwards. In the year that I've been off from school, I haven't found anything I'm passionate about or that I really want. I've always wanted to travel and see more of the world, but was never given the opportunity to and never went looking for it. I grew up in a pretty strict household. My mom wouldn't let me go to any friend's houses or go to sleepovers. I didn't go out for the summers to amusement parks or for almost anything I ever asked her. The answer was always no. My dad wasn't really any better at letting me have my freedom I went through my rebellious phase where I got my belly button pierced
2: oh my gosh this is terrifying turns page no I feel like everyone went through that right no that it, one of my friends got her she was freak dancing with a guy and it got stuck freak in his dancing. belt and ripped <gasps> out yes so then she had her these belly two little nu ripped out yeah yeah oh my god yeah
1: was it like a straight she how do you? I mean,
2: I don't know how else to describe <laughs> that. Oh my God. Yeah. So I can't, it what? just hurts me I'm not. sorry. Sorry, that continue. Just... I am so sorry.
1: No. Can we talk about this no. for a
2: second? I keep going.
1: What, like, I would love, I would love to know, like, how, how what, what kind of ring? Was it a ring? I did. T- it, it was
2: like the typical,
1: like, like the in out thingy, the yeah. like C shape. Yeah. Yeah, I got freaking ripped out. You know what, that's a good point. I feel like a lot of my friends that got, cause belly button things were a thing. It was so popular It like was when such we were a thing, school. freaking yeah. Britney Spears, like that whole era, a lot of people had them. Yes. Um, I feel like I've heard nothing but regret from most people about yeah. belly button rings. Mostly of because they're mostly kids, women too. and they all had to have babies. And they said and it they like all stretches. Said, not had to nasty. have babies, but yeah. They had to. It, get, it does weird things yeah. when you're pregnant and that's what I've always heard, so
2: yeah. Belly button bring, rings. Pros Brings. and cons. Yeah. I did one time I was dancing with a guy and his, my hair, because I flip my hair a lot. My hair got stuck in his lip ring and I didn't know. <gasps> so I was just kept dancing and my friend was across the dance floor and she was watching. I'm having deja vu. Did I already tell the story? No. Whoa, trippy. Okay. So then I was dancing and my friend was across going like this because she said the guy was just like, <laughs> trying to like, Ooh. Yeah. He, um. I gave him my number, but he did not call me. (laughs) I'm sure. So that was it. Go ahead. We're
1: going going to continue. Wow. That belly button ripping thing got me.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: We're going to continue. She said, I went through my rebellious phase where I got my belly button ring or got my belly button pierced without my mom knowing or going to my boyfriend's house in high school without my parents knowing, but never really went through a whole young and free stage. I always had my mom texting me to get home or asking me where I was or who I was with. Same, so yeah, relatable. Same. <laughs> <laughs> now in my 20s, I understand that it was just her being protective and trying to keep me safe. We have a great relationship now, but I've developed a personality of not really striving for anything I really want, if it's not what my parents see as successful, or if I know it'll mm-hmm. upset them in any way, and in many ways, still asking for their permission to really do anything. Dang, yeah. I'm an introvert and get really uncomfortable in crowds of people I don't know and now never really take any risks. I'm pretty cautious in everything I do. I've settled for a very comfortable and complacent form of living. Lately, something in my gut has been telling me that what I have to do is move away. I've been looking at traveling abroad, specifically to Spain or Thailand, and looking into teaching English as a foreign language. Um, There's a lot of programs overseas that do that there's this voice telling me that I have to do more research on this and prepare for this. But then there's this other voice, a more dominant voice telling me to not even bother because I know I'm too scared to really do it. I've never been away from my family. And since I still live with my parents, sisters and grandma, this would be hard. How do I get out of this mentally? How do I get out of this mentally of not pushing myself to take risks of being too timid? She put of living for my parents' approval I tell my friends dealing with life changing events in their lives to always live for themselves and to do what makes them happy no matter what the risk or how scary it is. But this is easier said than done, especially since I think I'm the only one of us considering moving to a completely different country. I really appreciate any advice you two have. Love you guys. Dang. I feel like we both we talk about this actually a lot. Yeah. So I feel like we've. Talked about similar stories on this podcast, but you guys don't even know. Me and Taryn talk about this a lot, like a whole lot, just personally in our day to day lives. Yeah. Um, I th- I mean, there's so many places I want to go. Do you want to go? Do you have any
2: ideas you want to share first? I mean, I, oh, what was that noise? Wow. That was um, fun. <laughs> I definitely can relate, and we've talked. To, me and Ashley literally talk about this all the time because there's this line where you know, it's like you have this fear of still getting in, quote unquote, in trouble, right? That's what it is. It's that feeling when you're a little Mm -hmm. kid and you're like, oh my gosh, my dad's gonna kill me or my mom's gonna kill me. Um, But then at what point are you old enough to where that shouldn't, I think it, I think, I mean, every opinion is your own. But for me, I don't want to ever not think about that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think my, and this is like a total compliment to my parents, my dad and mom are, I mean, just full of integrity, like they're so these strong Christian people and their values in life and the way they love people and honor each other in marriage is something I will always look up to. Mm-hmm. So the fact that, you know, when I have a decision where I'm like, oh, I'm not sure my parents would approve. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. It mm-hmm. kind of is like a compass for me, like it checks me to where I'm like, okay if i'm afraid of them finding out then why, is why am i afraid of it mm-hmm. and then but there are times where i have to sit and be like well you know what i think that we have different opinions on that mm-hmm. and i would hope that they trust me enough to know that like i know what i'm doing and i'm adult enough to where i can make these decisions even if it is a mistake in their eyes um so I think there's a, a line to where it should be something to be considered, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't be something that is crippling.
1: Yeah, no, I love that. I went through something similar. She's, uh, Sabrina's saying she's 23 years old. And I think that's that's right around the age where you start, like, you know, technically like 18 as an adult or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's not until 22, 23 that I feel like I started really like thinking for myself. Yeah, um, I would agree. Because I did live with my parents up until I think I moved out at like 23 or 24. Um, and so what I used to always do at this time was I would over exaggerate in my mind what I thought their opinion would be. Yeah, because you did it, it out of fear. And it always <laughs> made it so much worse mm-hmm. and would cripple me to the point where I wouldn't talk to them about it. Um, but inevitably, and my sister can attest to this too, my parents have always surprised me. And especially when I approach them in a level-headed manner and have thought things through.
2: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: I, at around like 21, not 21, probably around her age, 23 actually, I feel like I started like opening up to them more and being like, here's what I'm going to do. And like, here's my thoughts on this. Like, and I would ask them not for permission because I am an adult and I can do what I want, but I would ask for their like advice on the thing on the matter, whatever, whatever it was. Um, and I was always pleasantly surprised that they would always respond with, well, you're an adult, Mm -hmm. you get to do whatever you want. I see red flags here and that's what I would try to avoid. Here's what I would do instead. And it was because I wasn't being like, I wasn't hiding anything from them. I wasn't lying. I wasn't being like, a dumb child and just like jumping into something without thinking about it because I presented it in a very adult manner. They respected me and treated me like an adult. Yeah, Does that sense. make sense? And oh, totally. I never, I always thought that it would, it would be like, no, no, no. Like out of the country. No, you know, like big no, but they were always very supportive. They might have been more scared than I thought, which I'm sure they might have been. Um, But they definitely treated me like an adult. And if I, if I respected them and treated them in that way, then they always, like, always surprise me. Yeah. So I think you might be surprised if you are thinking about leaving the country and doing a job where you teach English, which I have had multiple friends do. Um, Then just make sure you research it thoroughly before presenting totally. it to your parents.
2: Well, and the thing is, is when you live at home, that's a whole different ballgame. game Because... Yeah not only i mean you it amazes me these people who like live with their parents and are funded by their parents and then they think they have a right to be like i can do whatever i want and it's like mm, but can you like yeah. you live in their house and like i know i may be old fashioned but it's like i get really upset when people disrespect their parents cuz mm-hmm. it's like there should be that level of respect to an extent i i know there's so many other issues that can come into play right of course but when you're being you know, their money is what you're surviving off of and you live in their household. There is a sense of, yeah, where they feel the right to kind of control what's going on, like when you should be home and what you should Mm -hmm. be doing, whatever. So one of my first things I would say, I would highly suggest, whether you go out of the country or you just go to a school nearby, I moved out and literally went to a college that was like 15 minutes from my parents' house. But just getting out of the house... I was so shocked at how much I was able to just experience life on my own and how much my relationship with my parents actually got closer Mm -hmm. because now it wasn't like, Taryn, did you do your chores? Taryn, why are you doing this? Shouldn't you be doing homework? Like my day-to-day life was like my own business um, and I didn't have to check in with them when I was like staying late with a friend or like doing things like that. Mm -hmm. So when I saw them, it was like we would catch up on things or – you know, whatever. And I would still do certain things where like I got my nose pierced and I like went and I was like 19, but I was like, I want to get my nose pierced. Here's why. And you know, my parents were like, well, my dad was like, I think it's disgusting, but like, whatever, like it's your choice, you know? Um, so I definitely think, and I get that you're scared and I get that you are not used to making decisions without their approval, but you know, she's like, how do I stop this? Or like, how do I make that leap? And I think the very simple answer is like, You got to jump, girl. You just got to do it. You you got to do it. And I think getting out of the house to separate and actually think, like, what do I want to do is a huge thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I honestly regret, I wish I would have gone out of the country because I think I would have become a much more independent person younger. But um, you don't have to do that. Like, even just moving out of the house is a huge step.
1: Yeah. I was just going to say, um, I obviously, like moving out of the country isn't like a a huge answer for becoming independent and Mm -hmm. and striving for new things or finding out what you want in life however I do think and I would recommend I'm I'm not saying that everyone can or should but like I really recommend it because I think it just opens up a whole new level of of um a way to look at life oh I mean yeah I, I mean I've I remember like going out of the country for my first time and it just blew my mind how like all of a sudden I just, it opened my my mind to different ways of viewing things, yeah. different ways of thinking, cultural differences. The world is so much bigger than just- The world is just, so much yeah. bigger <laughs> than your parents' house, yeah. you know? And um, so I would actually highly recommend it. I had multiple friends that taught English courses uh, in Singapore, uh, in Japan, I think in Thailand actually- <laughs> yeah was one of them um and they all loved it it's a it's a great way to to get work done and still make money while also um taking a risk and and doing something different you're at such a young age where you can do stuff like that um and that's a sh- that's a small window of time where where you get to play around and do things mm-hmm. that you want to do mm-hmm. um so i'm actually really excited for you if this is something that's been like like burning in your heart to do, then I I, I say go for it, and the then just make sure that you 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 research it, you find mm-hmm. a good program to go with, and um, yeah, do all your homework first before presenting it to your parents. Because what's going to be terrifying to your parents is you being like, "I'm going to go overseas, I'm going to teach English, and you have zero plans." Yeah, where are you then saying? How much money like, is it? That's How hard, are you being? That's fed? a hard no <laughs> because you don't know what the hell you're doing, you know? But if you go and you say, hey, I found this reputable program. Here's how long I'm gonna be there for. Um, I will be making money so you won't have to, you know, provide so much for me. Like if you could get me there, that would be great. But like, you know, I'll be making money while I'm there so I could be able to pay for my own place, you know? Um, Also, I think a lot of programs have places where you get to stay in a building Mm -hmm. with the other teachers. So I just think if you do your research and you find a good program, your parents might surprise you and be on board. Yeah. Which if that's the case, um, I'm very excited for you because I think um, your life's about to change in in a very dramatic way. Um, That's around the time where I felt like I started becoming really independent Mm -hmm. too and thinking for myself, forming my own opinions. I felt like all my friends had their own opinions in high school and through college and I didn't get mine until after. Um, But yes, I think, I think doing this for yourself and prioritizing yourself is a good thing sometimes and this this sounds like it might be one of those times.
2: Oh totally. And jump I mean like press into scary. Scary yeah. is is um it's worth it and that's when the biggest change happens is when it's scary. So Yeah, and making friends and stuff like that, I feel like once you put yourself into a whole
1: new situation and a whole new career, whether it's overseas or or it's out here, um, I think you'll surprise yourself too and, and you'll rise to the occasion and and you 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 know i just i have good vibe i have good feelings for this this whole story this whole story it's gonna be great so anyways thank you sabrina for sending this in thank you for being um vulnerable with us and sharing um some of your concerns about your life i would love an update if you care to share it i would love if like later on she sends us an update and she's like in spain like a selfie in spain yeah hey
2: guys (laughs) she's like oh been there done that already here um, um, yeah, well, that'd be I'm great. gonna I'm gonna end the episode. Oh, are you? Yes, because this was like one of my favorite emails <laughs> I've ever That's, opened. I'm so excited. Um, it's from Anonymous, which it's Aren't your right they all. I'm not even gonna say if it's a boy or a girl. Okay, not gonna say anything. Um, I he, or she, he or she, her God, Hirsch says, <laughs> um, I just wanted to start off by saying I love your podcast. Every Monday, I listen to your podcast in bed before I go to sleep. And this was specifically addressed to me, and it's a Harry Potter dad joke. Oh. Like, if I ever doubted that you guys listen or know me Uh at all, Mm -hmm. it's gone. That Mm -hmm. doubt is gone. Mm -hmm. Okay. So here is the Harry Potter dad joke. Ready? Very. What is Harry Potter's favorite way to get down a hill? To get down a hill. Do you want me to just say it?
1: No. Okay. Give me a second. Harry Potter's favorite way to get down a hill. The longest fight. I, no,
2: I can't. I can't. I was trying okay, to be clever and ready? figure it out. Okay, go. Walking, JK Rowling.
1: Oh, dude. That is so, so good. good. Wow. Oh, my
2: gosh. You know what? Whoever wrote this in, I hope you're watching because we're listening. Was so good. Watching or are listening because Ashley never gets that pumped I about dad's. I jokes. wasn't
1: even on that level. I was trying to think of like a spell that had something about like a yeah. hill, but I couldn't think of one. I didn't even think about Yeah. Rolling that's down so a hill. Good, That's huh? good. Yes. That's a good if one. If any
2: of you are not are like, I don't get it, do you want to explain why it's Yeah.
1: Great? Um so the author <laughs> of uh-huh. Harry Potter is uh J.K. Rowling. So Fun fact. There's that. There you go. Uh, if you didn't get that. Oof.
2: It's good though, you right? You should really watch slash read the books. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, that's a whole you, other If you topic. didn't know that, then. That's uh, a whole other. We're really
1: concerned We can't you. talk about that because we've
2: already <laughs> gone so long.
1: But <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you have any stories that you would like to share with us slash awkward situations slash scary stories for October. Yeah, we're building up. dating app stories for Ooh. the dating app series yep. slash turn it up stories where you do something awkward and embarrassing and you want to share it with us please send them to our email that's at advice unsolicited pod at gmail.com nice or you could dm us on instagram which is uh unsolicited advice pod um we want them we need them in our lives and we're looking forward very much to reading them um
2: and that's all i think i have to say yeah no I, I mean definitely you guys if you have social media hit us up on those cause um, you know we've got some exciting things coming Lots. so you don't want to miss it mm-hmm. and you know our Instagram fam is like so fun to interact with and our Facebook fam's growing yeah. we're still figuring out exactly how to work it <laughs> but we're getting there so it's yeah process. it's a good time but we love you guys thanks for sending in your stories and, and your thanks selfies. for listening it's great and have a great freaking week yes kill your weeks Love you. Love you. Bye.
0: Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie.